welcome to the Reclaim Your Immunity podcast. I'm Thomas Michael, and this show is dedicated to helping you unlock your personal power. I have found that the ability to tap into our innate potential to heal and achieve our highest success, as well as to maximize our potential and desires, is centered around four key fundamental health principles. Through understanding them and learning how to engage with them to navigate each of our unique journeys, we open up to what is truly possible for each of us. We will dive into mind, body, and spirit to discover these four foundational health principles. Each episode blends a science with ancient wisdom, offering actionable truths for your journey. Join us on this transformative path to live a purposeful, fulfilling life on your terms. Ready to reclaim your power and reach your true potential? Let's begin. Welcome back, and thank you for joining us today. I hope you took... Um, my little challenge yesterday to identify your non-negotiable fundamentals, right? The things that you know make you better, right? I hope you're able to, you know, take some time and think about, you know, what are those things that you that if you do them, you know they just you know that they make things better for you. Whether it could be, you know, more energy, you feel better, you have a better outlook on things, you sleep better, you, you want to eat better, make better choices, you, you work better with people, uh, things don't irritate you as much. You know, there's so many different ways um, that you could look at that in terms of identifying what your fundamentals and your non-negotiables are, that there are no set rules. And this is the key thing for everything, where everybody is different. And in this, this era we live in, um, with everything being in front of us and all the advice and social media and the YouTubes and the internets and and all everything that's available to us, we're always being told, do this, do that, this is great, this isn't good enough, or this will hurt you. Or The truth is, nobody can know what's best for you except for you, right? For a simple little food thing, you know, nobody would say that fast food is good for you. But you know what is worse than eating fast food? is stressing out about eating fast food. And me eating fast food may affect me differently than you eating fast food. You know, for me, you know, I love bread. Uh, I just do. To me, there's some, there's gotta be something in there, opioids or something, because just the smell of a freshly baked or baking sourdough loaf of bread, and then pulling that out of the oven and, and you know, putting some warm butter on, or just putting some butter on that, and then eating that is, oh, heaven. But um, I know that's not good for me. And for me, I mean, I'm, I'm the type where if I smell bread, I gain five pounds. Um, but it's who cares, right? It's so, it, not all the time, but every once in a while, it is so good and it makes me feel good. And, and I know how I respond to it. I know how it could affect me or whatever else. And I don't really stress out about it anyway. But what we have to do, we have to be able to identify within ourselves who we are and what lights us up. It can't be based on what anyone else says. And what may be best for you right now may not be what's best for you a month from now. And this is why you have to stay fluid, but you have to be able to feel and understand who you are and identify where you want to go. And we'll talk more about that later. But for now, before we can even know where we want to go or what's best for us or what we might want to try or whether anything is good or not good for us, is we have to start looking deeper within ourselves and look back at our past. There's be there has to be plenty of opportunities or times when you did something and or you looked back and said, hey, 
that was pretty amazing when I did that. It made me feel good or this way or that way or whatever else. And what we need to do is we need to, you know, you know, very common thing in the personal development self-help realm is, you know, just find good habits and stack those on top of each other. Sure. And that's what I want you to do right now, but I want you to make them non-negotiable. You know, there's a wonderful book out there called, you know, Discipline is Freedom, which seems to be kind of a, an oxymoron. But what it's getting at is you have to identify and you have to be disciplined with the things that you know are good for you and best for you. And no one can tell you what that is except for you. But you have to be able to pull yourself back, withdraw from everything external, withdraw from all your senses and just stop and think and feel what lights you up, what you know is good for you, and listen to that and let that guide you moving forward. So I told you for me, it is meditation, and it's not just any meditation. It, I need a good hour-long meditation before the sun rises. That makes all the difference in the world for me. I need a good, hard workout. It doesn't have to be hours and hours long. It could be 20 minutes, half an hour. It doesn't really matter. But I need a good workout every day that pushes me and that I feel. Uh, and of course, I'm careful with it and I'm not dumb um, in terms of knowing or not knowing my limits. But I know that that, again, makes everything so much better. And when I do those two things, everything else just kind of falls into place for food, right? I don't crave things. I don't want to, um, you know, eat junk food or, or, or snack or some other things. You know, when I do those two things, the, my cravings just go away for, you know, say carbs or, or snacks or, or sweets or whatever. Um, and I have a huge sweet tooth and I love bread. But when I'm in kind of the, that zone of being in that routine of meditating and working out like that, those other things that I know aren't good for me just kind of fade away and I don't even think about. Uh, my body kind of takes over because I've listened and given it what I know it wants and needs for it to be able to function optimally, which then it takes it, its turn and helps me move in the direction that I want to go in. And so that's what I want for you is I want you to just find, it could be just one thing. It doesn't matter. There are no rules here other than you just knowing more about yourself, right? Know thyself is a huge axiom in every spiritual um, teaching around the world. And it is so true. And nothing else is going to work until you are able to listen and feel what is best for you and what works for you. And no one can tell you that. You have to feel that. And let that guide you to the other things that make you feel good and make good choices. And I'm not talking about feel good as to, oh man, I just ate this wonderful cheesecake and oh, it tasted so good. And so that made me feel good. Uh, no, not quite what I'm talking about. Although there is a place for that. And when we spend some time talking about food and stuff, we'll get more into those thoughts and stuff like that. But we have lost touch as to, I would say, what's right or wrong, but really in terms of what's right or wrong for us. And there's only one thing that can tell us that, and that is listening to our body. Our body is our subconscious mind. Our subconscious mind right, controls 95% of our actions, and that's trapped within or, and guided by our body. 
and we've become so desensitized to it because we've become controlled by our senses, by everything around us, by so much stimulus that is everywhere and so much different messaging that is everywhere in kind of blinding us and guiding us and controlling us. And, and with this level of, of stress and busyness and fear that really has engulfed us over these past few years, if not really the past 20 to 30 years, right? We really have lost touch with so many things. And that's where you have to begin. In many ways, it doesn't matter what you eat. It doesn't even matter how often you exercise or, or anything if you can't understand and listen to yourself and know what you need in order for you to really feel good. But to know what feeling good is, which most of us can't access right now, right? to know what really feeling good means for each of us individually, we have to be able to resensitize ourselves to everything that is going on. And to do that, we need to do that in a controlled fashion, which starts within our mind, which starts with us understanding ourselves. And that starts by identifying the things that we know light us up, that we know are good for us and make us feel good, that does something to our soul, that lights us up and we just know, man, that was good for me to do. Or, I mean, there's been certain times where I've done certain things, which again, I'll share with you at another time, but where I've done certain things to where I felt God and it wasn't being in church or really doing anything that I would have deemed a spiritual moment, but it was something that, or several times that I've done. And then all of a sudden there's just this, this warm glowing feeling of, of elation and love that just goes through my entire body. And that's what I'm talking about here. Can you identify or can you feel that? And a lot of you already know this, right? Think about, think about your animals, right? One of the best things we could do, anyone could do, is stop and look at nature. And for many of us, it's just stop and look at our own pets and what do they do throughout the day. They know how to let things go. They know how to relax and be in the moment and enjoy life and find what feels good for themselves. Um, I'll give you an example of, of my dog and something. I was going to save this until we talked about food. Maybe I'll bring it back up when we get back into to nutrition and food and knowing what you should eat and whether or not something is actually good for you, regardless of what anyone else might say or what the science says or anything like that, how you can know whether something is good for you. So my dog uh, is a goofy little guy. Um, but he is very in tune with, with what he wants and real, I would say in tune with, with energy and nature. And he's got kind of a sixth sense to him, um, which maybe I'll go into another time, but he loves turkey legs. Um, and I want to share with you just, this is how you, you need to approach certain things in your life. So last year, um, I saw a turkey leg that was on sale at the store and I figured, you know, why not pick it up? Uh, we'll take it home, give it to uh, the dog, and and let him enjoy it. And so I cooked him up his turkey leg, and he and I put it outside for him because he was I knew he was going to make a mess with it and drag it all over the floor, the carpet, or whatever else. And I didn't want to follow up behind and have to clean it up. So um, I did put it on a like a big cookie sheet, uh, put it out on the the back deck for him. And once it cooled off enough, he I noticed that he picked it up and he took it over to the the dirt and dropped it in the dirt and laid down to eat it. 
And, you know, I ended up giving them several different turkey legs because it was around Thanksgiving time. And so it was easy to, to find them in the store. And they were on sale often, which made it even better. But every time I gave them a turkey leg, you know, I'd be careful cooking it properly for them, uh, putting it on, you know, a cookie sheet or, or something to keep it off the ground so that it could stay clean while he ate it. But every single time, no matter how much care I put into it, he would always just pick up the turkey leg and boom, go drop it in the dirt. And then he would lay down to start eating it. And it was bothering me. <laughs> I was like, why is he, why are you eating dirt? What is it about the dirt? Why don't you know why I'm doing this? Can't you see that I'm trying to help you not have to eat dirt and leaves and whatever else you may be digesting while you're eating this turkey leg? And then um, I am a little bit slow and stubborn at times. But it and it did take me, um, I don't know, four or five turkey legs before it dawned on me what he was doing as I watched his whole routine. What he was doing was he was taking that turkey leg and taking it, not to drop it in the dirt, he was taking it to go eat it on the earth, right? Creating a connection between him and nature and his food. And so he went and laid down on the earth and then ate the turkey leg. And he ate the whole thing, but he took his time. He didn't, you know, gobble it down. Uh, no pun intended there with the turkey leg. But he didn't, you know, gobble it down and, and, and eat it in 30 seconds. No, he took his time and meticulously and carefully laid on the earth, chewed and ate that turkey leg until it was completely gone. And it took him about... I don't know, 5, 10, maybe even up to 15 minutes to eat the whole turkey leg because he wasn't rushing it. He was enjoying the experience of eating that turkey leg, right? He was connecting to the earth and all of the energies and frequencies that come with being connected with the earth and touching the earth. So he put himself on the dirt, took himself off of you know the patio, took his food off of you know, the, the cookie sheet and put it in him in the earth to enjoy that and enhance his experience. And then once he finished his turkey leg, he would ask to come inside. So I let him in and he came inside and he rolled across the floor. I don't know if you've ever seen an animal rolling. You can go onto the YouTubes and type in, you know, horse rolling or animal rolling. And this idea of kind of rolling or twisting you know, on the ground, going from one side to the next, you know, you know, picture if you teach a dog to roll over, right? It goes from its left side, rolls over across its back onto its right side. And so what he would do is he would start on one side of the floor and he would like, kind of like push himself across the floor with his shoulders and his face down and his arms extended and push himself across the floor and roll and lean into the floor as he went. And this is a very kind of energetic, rejuvenating experience for animals. And, and I think horses in particular have to do this or they don't properly engage and relax. Um, but this is what he would do, is he would do several laps across the kitchen and living room floor of this rolling routine, just in ecstasy from eating that turkey leg on the earth. And then after he spent a few minutes rolling on the ground, he would just lay like in uh, like the Sphinx where, you know, he's got his back legs kind of tucked in, his front legs are out in front of him. And he's just kind of laying on the floor, just smiling, tongue out, 
you know, his eyes are like rolled back in his head. He's just happy. And he would sit like that for a few minutes. And then he would slowly rotate down to where he's laying on his side. And then he rolls over onto his back. And then just is on his back with his back legs kind of just splayed out. And his front legs are like he's flying upside down, right? Super lame, Superman, super dog pose type where his front legs are fully extended um, and straight and kind of taut to where his back legs are totally relaxed and just wide open. And so he's laying on his back like that with his back legs completely splayed open and, and relaxed. His front legs, almost like he's super dog flying in the air and his head is just tossed back with his tongue hanging out of his mouth and him just laying there on his back in that position, essentially passed out for about five, 10 minutes. And then he kind of gets up and goes back to doing whatever he, <laughs> whatever a dog would do. But that there is connecting with your body and relaxing and being in that ecstatic, rejuvenative state to where you're feeling that love and that joy and that life come alive within you. And he would do that every time he ate the turkey legs. And sometimes if he gets some, some certain other foods also kind of do that to him, but nothing like those turkey legs do. And he does it every single time he gets a turkey leg. And that's what these non-negotiables need to be for you. Now for him, it was, you know, eating and relaxing and being super pleasurable Right? It wasn't like an intense workout or, or something like that. But that state of, of knowing what lights up your body, right? So that event, which was obviously pleasurable, right? He was eating, but it lit him up. He knew he was moving and putting himself into a higher state. That's what you have to engage with. And that's what I want you to think about with these non-negotiable fundamentals. Now for us, oftentimes they're going to be a little bit more, maybe not quite as pleasurable as, you know, eating that turkey leg was for, for my dog. But there are there activities, are there things that you know if you do, even if they're strenuous, like a big tough workout, does it move you into a different place? Does it light you up on the inside? Does it, or can you tell that your body just functions better because of it? Right? Have you moved yourself into a higher state because of what you did? And for me, it's that before sunrise meditation. It's a hard workout every day. And then it's sprinkling in music wherever I can to, again, make me feel good. And just that allows the rest of my system to function better. It lights me up, which then allows the rest of my body to feel good and function better. And that's what these non-negotiable fundamentals need to be for you. Now, it could be things that, that make you more productive throughout your day. It could be things that relax you throughout the day. It doesn't matter, but it's just identify. Can you identify? Are you aware of the things that can do that for you? And so I hope you take the time to explore yourself and know and listen to what does that for you. And then make those non-negotiables every day and see where it takes you. See how you feel. See what it allows to open up for you. So that's my challenge again for you is to find, maybe it's just one. Maybe it's something small, something simple. Just find something, right? In order for us to be able to know where we're going or what's best for us or what is good for us, 
we have to first start identifying before we worry about you know what to eat, how to exercise, how often to exercise, any of those things. We have to be able to identify the things that light us up, that we know when we engage with them takes us to a higher level, allows us to, to feel more and be more alive in the real natural sense. Right? And so that's what you need to start identifying, and that's what is critical for all of us. And through doing this is the only way for us to be able to reconnect with our body and reconnect with what makes us feel good, which then allows the rest of our body to be able to communicate to both all of itself, but also to us and let us know how to proceed going forward and help guide us to where we want to go and to the higher level of what we're capable of becoming and achieving and being. And that's what these non-negotiable fundamentals are. So I hope you, and if you haven't found it yet, just start thinking about it. And if you're not even sure where to begin, just find some time maybe before you go to sleep, maybe when you're waking up, right? That still moment where everything is quiet and you're kind of half awake, half asleep, and just start asking yourself or thinking, or even just kind of just slowly start um, saying to yourself, I am, I am, I am, I am, and see what comes up, right? You are what, right? Or what type of, of activities or, or anything's come to mind and start there, right? There's anything you could do, right? But it's when you're relaxed, right? And a perfect spot is that halfway between awake and asleep, right? Where there are other things that speak to us. So find those. Think of something. Find something. Feel more than think of something. But and for most of us, it's just we just need to stop and go back and remember and allow ourselves to remember and feel good and give us permission to feel good and maybe even be a little bit selfish. And I know that's tricky. And it is for me, which we'll talk more about at another time. But for now, find at least one thing and make that a non-negotiable, fundamental, because you know that moves you in the right direction and lights you up. And that's what we need to focus more on and what we need to get back to. And so, good luck. Love to hear what that is. Um, but for now, keep it to yourself. Don't tell anybody what you're doing. Just focus on what you know works for you and go from there. Until next time, my friends. Thank you so much for listening to the Reclaim Your Immunity podcast. We hope you found value in our conversation and feel inspired and empowered to take action towards gaining greater personal clarity and control in your life. Please remember to, to subscribe to the podcast so that we can stay connected and you never miss an episode. Oh, and if you haven't left a rating yet, please be sure to do so as it not only helps us improve, but also helps incredible people like you find the show. When you are ready for a deeper dive into your personal empowerment and want to fully reclaim your immunity in life and in your future, then head on over to projectryi.com where you can learn more about what I'm creating for you and the different ways we can work together. Also, feel free to send me, Thomas Michael, an email at tm at projectryi.com if there's anything I can help you with. Until then, remember, the power to shape your life already resides within you. My goal is to help you attach to it. We'll see you and continue our journey in the next episode.